are here for a reason. This, 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 this news just in. We are your news now. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. Yes, indeed, you are here for a reason. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff, and I'm the host of the show. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world. We're not going to tell you how to live. However, we will show you the real world, and you can decide how to live in it. You know, speaking of the world, it has been said that it is a small world after all. And that message has been coming across since I was a kid. You know, like you, uh, if you're in the same age group, you probably were raised on TV and movies and things like that. And, you know, some of my fondest memories of spending time with my family was you know, going through grade school and coming home and, and, you know, after dinner we would sit around and, uh, and in fact, my mom would lay on the couch and she'd lay on her side and with her knees bent and I would kind of, uh, lay and use her, use her hip as my pillow and my, uh, you know, to sit up and, and watch, uh, TV with the family. And we grew up with it. And, you know, I, in retrospect, I'm really thankful that, you know, movies have never stuck with me. I could watch a movie and it, and I wouldn't remember it a week later. Uh, you know, same with TV. It's just never really stuck with me. Lyrics for songs, I've never really been good at remembering. However, a, a bit of a nerd thing, I remember almost every note in music that I've heard. And I've memorized even light, lightning fast notes. But when you think about things that have been planted inside of our heads... Something like it's a small world after all. And of course, that came out decades and decades ago, 50, 60, 70, I forget how many years, but before I was born. But now it's become reality. We live in a small world. And was that planting the seeds for globalism? Was that planting the seeds for all the other things? Well, they have been planting the seeds for years and years, and they have become the de facto symbol uh, at this moment in time in 2022 of all things that are the cabal. In my opinion, uh, it reflects the dark side of things, but also the light side of things. And we're going to explore, but because of the news that's happening in Florida, right now with what the governor is doing, and it is big, and I want you to see as we go through this broadcast that God is at work today. Um, So what's really interesting is uh, we're going to be talking about Disney, what Ron DeSantis is doing, but also some of the history of Disney and some of the things that you may or may not know about it. And so I have gathered a good friend of mine. She has been on the program before. She lives in Florida and has firsthand experience and even a recent story that I think is going to become very relevant. And of course, I'm talking about my good friend, Christy. 
Tasker, who is here to join me today. Christy, welcome back to Right On Radio. Thank you for having me again, Jeff. I'm so excited to be here talking with you about Disney and all of the other fun things that are going on in Upside Down World. <laughs> it really is upside down. And, you know, and by the way, speaking of upside down, I should have given you a proper woke uh, introduction. Do you want to uh, announce your, what it, what do you call it, your surnames oh, oh no no i'm just i'm just christy listen like there, <laughs> i'm just christy there's just a lot of us you know there's christy's auction there's christy's this i'll just leave it at that you know christy's hat company out of london so i think i'm in pretty good company i'm okay with that and you know what even if i'm not i was named after my grandmother so it's going to be what it's going to be. And I'm not changing my gender. I'm not changing my first name. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> no, no pronouns for me either. No, no pronouns. No. <laughs> and matter of fact, if, if, if there is an opportunity, Jeff, if I, I vote that if there, if those pronoun things come up, I tell people make up another one, like don't even select one, make up another one, really confuse the <laughs> Yeah. Let them add another one. Uh, I said um, last week uh, in one of my comments, X, Y, Z, J, K, whatever. And and I had someone comment, that's not nice. That's making fun of whatever. How is that? <laughs> you guys made up your own pronouns. Why can't I make up another? <laughs> They're making up their own genders at this point. So, and, and they expect people to believe it. Like, it's crazy. And one of the things about this, Christy, is this is really one of the things that's got Disney in so much trouble. Yes, They've gone has. so well, they're not saying boys and girls anymore. No, uh, excuse not. me, there's boys and there's girls. Yeah, and and who knew that you could just go along and 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 make up anything that you wanted to? Listen, I mean, we've all, you know, or I won't say all, but most of us that live in America have gone to Disney, we've gone to Disneyland, we've gone to Disney World. And we've been brainwashed. I mean, me included. Listen, I mean, I, I didn't know until a couple of years ago when I, I think I started watching Fall of Cabal or Out of Shadows and watching, you know, the Illuminati symbolism that was in some of the first cartoons um, yeah. that were, I mean, that, that's that's what's even shocking. You know, this is this has been from the very beginning. Um, I, don't, I know everyone's probably seen the photograph of the, uh, I think it's Donald Duck. And he has the the Illuminati um, eye sign behind us, you know, where we used to go into the eye doctor, reading the letters. And, you know, it's like, did we even notice that? No, I don't think any. I, I can tell you my grandparents didn't notice that, you know. Well, you know, there's a, there's a saying that's become popular in the last number of years that we're watching a movie. And I would contend that I believe that theory. And here's why. Because everything has been scripted and we're all, we're seeing it unfold. If this is, you know, uh, some people say it's a, an awakening. Um, I think it's more of a revealing. And again, God is at work because he is revealing these things. You know, we might, some might say that, uh, you know, the light side is revealing the dark side. Well, God is revealing the light side as well. And, and by the way, so just going back to pronouns for one second, you know, we can have pronouns. And I just thought of this. What <laughs> does God say we are? He says we're kings, 
we're priests yes. and we're saints. So how about Saint Christy and King <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, I don't know that everyone in my family is going to agree with Saint Christy, but you know what? I'll take it from you. <laughs> hey, it's not. Remember, the Father will not see your sins. Just remember <laughs> no, that. No, he doesn't. And I ask for forgiveness every day. I try not to even give him a chance to even think of, think twice about it. Repentance, yeah. repentance is key, everyone. <laughs> and, and, and maybe it's after we join them that we become the actual kings. <laughs> but we'll, we'll go from, we'll figure that out from there. But you, so you have been to, to Disney. Uh, I've been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World. And I remember going as a kid, Christy. And, you know, as soon as you got into that parking lot, there really was what they call a Disney magic. You could feel the excitement. You know, I'm at yes. Disneyland or Disney World, and there was something tangible in that. Uh, did you ever experience that? Yes, absolutely. Um, I remember, you know, I, I went as a child. Um, I actually went to Disneyland and Disney World um, as a child. Um, I also took my daughter um, when she was around five years old. And she was just fascinated with the characters. Her biggest thing was really just wanting to get the autographs of the characters. It wasn't really even about the rides. It was about eating breakfast with them and just, you know, the whole getting her photographs with them and creating the scrapbooks afterwards. I bet you she can't even tell you a single ride that she rode, wow. um, even though there was Animal Kingdom, Epcot, um, and, and Disney. Um, we went to, you know, all of the different parts. So, you know, I am not, you know, when it comes to repentance regarding Disney, listen, I, I'm probably one of the first to stand in line um, for that because, you know, it's not only about Disney, but it's also about the the Disney things that you buy, the clothing, the um, the television shows, the movies, you know, everything that we've ever known. I remember... Um, actually being on their list of like new movies, you know, where you get the, you get a certain version or a, it wasn't really DVD version at the time it was VHS version of the movie when it came out um, so that you would have this, you know, I guess like a collector's copy of, yeah. of the Disney movies. And, and I remember, you know, watching Lion King over and over again. And now you know, we can easily see the symbolism that was that's in Lion King. And it's just shocking. You know, it's it's absolutely shocking. Well, what's interesting about what you just said, uh, because you don't hear it often, like myself, I was there. I loved the rides. You know, I loved mm -hmm. those thrills, the experience. Um, but relating to the characters, you know, a lot of kids do. Obviously, that's why they have the princess experiences and stuff and to meet the characters and obviously there's a good portion of the population so they're hitting every single person where they want to uh where they gravitate to but when we look at the characters uh they have made evil good they've had they've made attaining magic uh you know something that should be sought after and every now the audience can correct me on this but i cannot think of one Disney story that has a full intact family. I'm sure there is one, but think about they're always it's yeah, an orphanage. It's it's always a broken family. 
Yes. You know what? I never really thought about that, Jeff, but you're exactly right. You're exactly right. It's not a it's not a nice picture they've been painting for such a long time and and none of us really realized it. And you know, even the musicians, you know, I'm going to go back to the Lion King really quick, you know, the musicians as much as we all love Elton John, you know, think about how broken, you know, his own story is and <sighs> You know, that's we've been listening to that for such a long time. And I know I do know firsthand because I know the PR director for Elton John and Caesar's Palace. And, you know, even to this day, when Elton John has a concert, um, he wants the front row filled with young boys under 18. If he doesn't go and look it up. He pitches fits and throws water on stages. Look it up. It's in. Wow. It's in print the things that he's done and you know and i've met elton john i think he's a nice guy and i think he's uber talented and naturally talented but the people of disney take these people who are good people and are once good people and i truly believe they brainwashed them just as though they brainwashed us to watch and listen and you know, we need to be praying for the people who are a part of it as well, that they could, you know, take their talents and go elsewhere because they are talented people. And I don't think they intentionally got involved. I think it's been a whole CIA scam for years. And I know we're going to get into the land portion of it, of how it actually was developed. And Jeff, I know that you have a very interesting you know, story when it comes to Disney. Um, I was actually even trying to tell my dad a little bit about your story um, of, you know, you've got a very unusual view because, you know, the architecting of the land and the rides and everything, you know, are a huge part. And what was it? Your grandfather was a very big architect for Disney, right? Yeah, he was, but just before I say that, uh, because you, you mentioned Elton John, and I know it's off topic of Disney, but you know one of my favorite all-time songs from Elton John has, was always Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Mm -hmm. And now we know about the Wizard of Oz programming that has happened. Mm -hmm. And you, know, you follow this Yellow Brick Road to meet the man behind the curtain who's in the shadows, who's pulling all the, 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 use the puppeteer. But also when they're saying goodbye Yellow Brick Road, you know, it's it's the when the Lord brings His kingdom down to earth. It's the roads are made of uh, of gold, and it's, so it's the yellow brick road that's yes. in. And so they're constantly mocking, and he, and I think what they're saying is goodbye is because you know quite on. And listen, he's he he is intentionally in that uh, realm and doing mm -hmm. doing this stuff intentionally. There's no doubt in my mind that he is uh, you know done rituals done all these things mm -hmm. channeled um and they're, they're trying children. to give the programming yeah absolutely they're trying to give the programming that uh, you won't get there so get the best out of this world that you can get right mm -hmm. right um whatever you want to do works and that's exactly what the you know some of the messaging that disney puts out so yeah as a as a child um i grew up in anaheim california and my grandfather lived in Huntington Beach. Um, 
my grandfather was a very famous architect. Uh, my family came from Canada. I was born in the U.S., but my family originally came from Canada. And my grandfather had built, like, we have one major highway that goes, you know, through Ontario and stuff like that. It's part of the Trans-Canada. Uh, he built, he designed a lot of the bridges on it. Uh, in Anaheim, he did the Anaheim uh, Convention Center, uh, things like that. He was really notable uh, architect. And, of course, he uh, partnered with Walt Disney, and he worked directly with Walt Disney. My grandfather was the architect, and yeah, that's key to know, um, that uh, designed Space Mountain, for instance. And he did the people mover. He did a lot of the actual Magic Kingdom portion of Disneyland was my grandfather being the structural architect. And I remember seeing the plans on his desk. I remember going to Disney. I remember uh, going down, they have a city underneath the city, and I'm sure there's a city underneath that underneath city. Uh, it literally is. There, every square foot of the Disney park has, uh, you know, stuff underneath it. And uh, listen, and that's how they kept it so clean. You know, they, they're garbage. They literally sweep into these tunnels and stuff like that. It's, it's brilliantly designed. Um, uh, but I was able to see a lot of this stuff. And, and uh, when I look at it in retrospect, Christy, it's, you know, hearing this stuff and learning the stuff that we've learned over the last couple of years, you know, I just think I have a more of a real perspective behind it and what they're doing. And, you know, even back then, you know, they were talking about uh, Walt Disney putting himself on ice and, you know, creating yeah. this collective consciousness. Like this goes back to the seventies. Yes. They're talking about this and they've been putting out and putting out this content forever. And, you know, Jeff, I was born in 76 and I remember hearing about Walt Disney being on ice. And, and I remember being excited because I was thinking, you know, when he died that, you know, all of this magic was going to, you know, go away. And, and it was great that he was going to be on ice just in case, you know, we could revive him to think of all these great things that he probably really never thought of a single one. Because you know? science had so much promise to us at the time. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica and all these things, they're, they're predictive, they're predictive programming our future. Yes. But let me, let me bring up an image because I think this is one of the most telling images uh, that I could find Christy and, this is really, really unique. And I'm going to describe it for uh, anyone listening on Podbean, of course. But this is a, a movie that they came out with not too long ago called The Descendants. And anyone who's on Podbean, you can just, you know, Google The Descendants and you'll see their logo. And so when it says Descendants, it's showing a bite out of the apple right going back to the garden it's got the uh a, you know a tree branch wrapped around it and a leaf mm -hmm. uh there's the color purple which we know is programming and you know you just can't make this stuff up they're telling you uh, we're showing you the descendants of cain essentially yeah. right you and, know and it's for for people who are just tuning in um, Jeff, can you tell a little bit about, you know, the descendants, uh, you know, because there may be new listeners that I'm thinking may be listening to this because it's a show on Disney that the descendants of Cain of what they actually, what are the descendants of Cain? 
Well, it's a uh, well. And on Tuesday, I announced I'm going to be teaching this kind of new course here on Right on uh, Radio, and the very first lesson of this course is, you know, loosely entitled "The Battle Between Two Seeds." And of course, we have the two trees in the garden, and then there's the two seeds. Cain and Abel were the two first sons of Adam and Eve. Uh, Cain became the first murderer, and Abel was a righteous man who put up offerings to God, who, you know, pleased God. And so when you go throughout time, it all comes down to these two seeds. And they're not representing the, the seed of Abel here, you know, which, of course, went through and became the seed of David. And, you know, Jesus came from that line. And, of course, they've been trying to preserve the seed of Cain throughout time. And that's how we have the established power structures and stuff. So, you know, they're making this seed a very desirable thing. And because when the kids watch this movie, and even parents will enjoy it, uh, I haven't actually seen this movie, but I'm sure it's enjoyable. I'm sure it's highly entertaining. Production values are great. The writing, uh, you know, is always a good story in some ways, but it's what they're putting in behind it mm-hmm. that is planting these seeds in your mind to accept what is coming. Remember, it's a small world after all. That's right. And an upside down small world. <laughs> it, it really is. So let, let me show you a couple more slides, and we'll get and we'll get into the land and stuff like that because there's some really interesting stuff in what DeSantos has done. But it, I think it's good to uh, show just some of their history, and it's really brief. But I also had picked out. Um, oh, I got to go to this screen to do it's, this. It's, it's shocking just to even look at this, Jeff. Like that. That like as a Christians that we didn't, we don't see some of the things like, right. You know, like we can see it very easily now. And I'm sure most of the ride on radio listeners can see it because of all the content that you have gone over in the past couple of years. And it, it is shocking. And, you know, what's even more shocking is, you know, if you, if everybody will go back and actually read their Bible starting at Genesis and seeing exactly like, what happened? Like, I think everybody's going to have a new, a totally, your eyes are going to be like completely opened. Oh, totally. Well, because the, the Bible left us prepared for everything that is coming out today. Yes. Uh, it talks about, and, and just listen to this from uh, Deuteronomy 18 verses 10 to 12. And, and think, just keep Disney in mind as I read this. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these are an abomination to the Lord. Now, when we think of all their stories, is there is there necromancy? What is it? The frog and the prince? That's all about mm-hmm. necromancy. And uh, and Mulan, she talks to a dragon that goes and talks to the dead. 
Or what about Beauty and the Beast, their number one Broadway show? Yeah. Right. Beauty and the Beast. I mean, so they've they've really conditioned us um, over the years, you know, with with all of the, you know, Halloween with all the costumes, you know, they sell costumes year round that children want to go get on and either, you know, one of my grandson's favorite costumes is his um, what is Buzz. You know, and a buzz, buzz is a robot. Here. Yeah, I mean, and you think you think it's cute, but Buzz is a robot, so it's teaching him to be a robot, right? Like, so it's teaching him that robots are okay. And what's happening in China and Shenzhen? There are literally robots roaming the streets, everyone. And and this is going to sound totally mythical, off the chain, crazy, but there are robot dogs roaming the streets reporting people coming out of their homes. And that's even if they can get out because they're actually shut in from the outside. And, people and they have a seal on the outside of their yes. door where if it's broken, the enforcement agencies will now go and punish those people. Exactly. So they're, they're, they're not even allowed to leave their home. So imagine somebody coming to your condo building, shutting the condo building up from the outside. Okay. Like you can't get out. The only way out is to jump, you know, from your balconies. Okay. And there are people jumping there. I've, I've seen videos of people jumping to their death. Um, and then if dogs, you know, people have, you know, there've been dogs that have been outside and they're beating animals. So for those of you who are, who are animal lovers and, and that's the only thing that may get your attention then you should look up those videos because it's absolutely insane. But they're putting but, them in bags at the side of the street to be clubbed to death. Yes, they are. And it's 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 disgusting. I mean it's absolutely disgusting. And and I want everybody to think about this. So you know and and for people who aren't animal lovers, you may think, oh it's just an animal. But the reality is it's also a way to psychologically torment the owner, other people around um, by these animals being beat because, you know, we'd all know that animals are used for emotional support, no matter if they, it doesn't matter if you have a registered emotional support animal or not. If you have an animal, they're in a way supporting you emotionally. They're family, man. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. And, and, and so just along the same lines, because of what Disney has been doing, what the movies have been doing, it is rare to get video out of China. If the government doesn't want it to go out of China, it doesn't go out of China. They control the internet. They control everything. But yet we, even mainstream media has been broadcasting those very sad images, not only of the pets, but, you know, even worse, the people standing on their balconies in, you know, these condo cities screaming out. They're starving. Why would that video be shown in North America. The Communist Party never lets that stuff no. out of China. So it's on purpose, folks, that you're seeing it because they're conditioning it for when you go through starvation. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing, uh, Jeff, I, I, I know that I said this like on the propaganda um, podcast that I did with you a while back. Um, we went over the propaganda um, so if you want to go back, everybody should go back and listen to that. Um, but in the very beginning, uh, that's actually was my biggest wake up call was when um, I actually manufacture quite a bit in China and the Chinese people are great, great people. Um, one of my best yeah, friends is actually Chinese. Um, yeah. And I, we started to get some of the videos out. I'm not going to say how 
they were getting videos out. Um, but I was getting videos from people that I know and trust. And um, they would say, please get this to your news media. And they were thinking that people here, you know, that our news media would would air it. Even I thought they would air it. You know, I sent the videos, to, you know, from to everyone from CNN because they had reported on the Uyghurs back in 2000, I think, 14 or 15. Uh, they'd reported on the Uyghur camps. And by the way, the Uyghur camps in China are much bigger than any um, any thing that ever happened in World War II with the Jewish people. It's already it was already bigger at the time. And this is nobody, millions nobody, of people. Nobody cared. No, no, nobody cared. And I'm telling you, if you see the the images and the the drone footage of these Uyghurs, and it's very like Jeff is saying, it's very hard for them to get footage out. And I do believe there are there are Chinese people that are trying to get the footage out, not to scare us, but to to like say, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, like shake the American people before it happens to us. So that's that's what I'm hoping we can do here today is give everybody tools of what we can do to stop it, because we can. We have the power to stop it. And, and you know, when, when it's easy to say it's China, China is the enemy and, and China is not the enemy. The, the CCP is, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're definitely an enemy because they don't like freedom. But people of China are good people. Just great people. I want to make a bold statement. Most people in this world are good people. Most people just want to raise kids. They want to have a good life. Mm -hmm. They want to go to work. They want to come home. They want to relax, eat well, and have a, a good time and raise kids and stuff like and that. And they want to raise their animals. So it's not true that the Chinese people do not go out and murder their animals. That's that's a big fat lie. Um, it, when I was in China and, and even some of the poorer parts of China, they have pet dogs, just like you and I have pet dogs. And, you know, they're people, too. As a matter of fact, it's some of their own only sanity because the government is following them around. There are handlers. Every time I'm there in China, there are handlers. And you know what? They're some of the biggest consumers of Disney, Jeff. Did you know that? I do know that. And that's why it's so important uh, that uh, with that market. And that's why they never will go against it, even though it's an American company. Well, the great American story, mm -hmm. right? Uh, promoting right. the American dream, the Hall of Presidents, you know, the <laughs> The ant, the all the uh, robotics that they've had for all these years, the holograms that you saw at Disney. You go through the haunted house tour. It was the hologram. Like this is all great American technology, mm -hmm. uh, great three-letter agency technology, yeah. and uh, but so it all goes. And here's the the perfect slide back because when you're talking about China and what they're doing. Um, so there was a, not too long ago a movie that came out by them called Maleficent, and there's a Angelina Jolie. She's like a evil witchy type of character. Uh, you know, she's got wow. you know a hat with horns on her head. She's got a black crow here and stuff like that. And so you know, just looking up the definition of Maleficent. Well, Jeff, you're for, for the for harm. For the audio oh, listeners, you have to tell, you describe these cheeks for the audio listeners, because man, those cheeks that didn't just happen. I'm just saying they worked really hard on. Yeah, it's like her her cheekbones are exaggerated, and yeah, it, it's, it's it's demonic. <laughs> what yeah. she looks like a demon, you yeah. know. Uh, there's no other word for it. 
Oh, man, these people have been putting this stuff out for years. So let's go back. But the classics were safe. Let's go back to uh, Snow White. Yeah. And and I actually watched this clip earlier today where, you know, she goes and does this magic spell into a mirror. Mm-hmm. And we know that the occult uses mirrors to do spells and stuff like that. And look, I've never studied the occult, you know, or tried to look. But I, I'll bet you, uh, listen, the spell that she says in this sounds real to me. Well, like, look at the colors, keeping... Jeff. Look at the colors of her of her dress, too. You know, yes. these are things that we probably didn't even notice before. Yeah, and and not only is it, so it's the color of her dress is purple, but it's it's silhouette, you know, but behind it, there's just so much in this. And it's a black mirror, which apparently has some significance you know, you can't make this stuff up, but but they tell you because right at the very beginning of that movie, it says one of the most enchanting motion pictures ever made. Enchanting. Huh. Just, yeah, the words. <laughs> yep. And, and of course, they do all kinds of magic because we have, they, they do voodoo. And I'm showing, uh, I think it's the, the, pig and the prince or something like that the movie's called uh where they're doing this but then i found a site uh that is called disney wiki and it actually lists and this is a very pro friendly disney site that lists all the type of magic that they do and i just took this one screenshot just to show you the website is real and the very first line is magic is powerful and a real force in the disney multiverse remember we've been talking about the coming uh fake reality you're going to be living in responsible for most of the supernatural events in its features so let me just read that again magic is a powerful and real force in the disney multiverse responsible for most of the supernatural events and its features uh, and magic is spe- specified energy and stuff like that. It goes on to say that. But let me just tell you what they go on to list, Christy. Um, it also says, Jeff, did, you that, it says, did you also see where it says simply supernatural? That magic oh, yeah. is not Super- specified. And what it is is simply supernatural. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But that is no, no. Like, this is shocking. Yeah, magic is not specified uh, what it is, uh, energy, science, or simply, super, simply supernatural, but it is used in most classic Disney universe, and the article will deal with the magic and the extent of focus in dark or light magic. You know, I should have continued that. I'm glad you brought yeah, that to my man, attention. I mean, I can't even, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't even, like, I can't even believe it says this. So it goes on to say that that they, you know, in all the movies, the ones, the magic that they like to feature is witchcraft, sorcery or voodoo, dragon magic. I don't know what that is. Fairy magic. That kind of sounds light side. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Tinkerbell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Disney magic. And, of course, necromancy. And necromancy has been featured in a number of their films, including uh, the one I just read up on it was Mulan. Now, I never saw the movie Mulan, 
but it's very popular, very recent, and apparently, uh, you know, she's talking with a dragon that talks to the dead. It's necromancy. They're making it. They're making it real. And, and just before I close out these slides, Christy, and we'll uh, we'll talk about some of the other things, including what DeSantos is doing. Uh, I did pull up this scripture, and I think it's important because, you know, when we read Deuteronomy, uh, that's the Old Testament, but the law has been fulfilled, so maybe it's not relevant today, right? Yeah. So whatever. let's just go into Second uh, Timothy, uh, chapter three, verses three to five. But realize this. That in the last days, difficult times will come. Well, okay, kind of feels <laughs> that way right now. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of God, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Avoid people as these, as though they have. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Does that not describe the world that today? Is, that is exactly describing the world today. I'm going to tell you, just if I can tell you just a really quick story regarding that. Um, you know, we just had Easter, right? And all I heard from my own family was Easter baskets, Easter egg, Easter this, Easter, Easter, Easter. And I just sat back and I just watched and waited for someone somewhere to bring up the resurrection or to say it wasn't Good Friday. And it never happened. The only person that brought it up, I'll tell you, is we actually went through a biscuit joint in Dawsonville, Georgia. And the, the gentleman that owned the biscuit joint was from California. And California. Um, <laughs> we, he, we're going through and he's asking my daughter, he says, so what are you guys doing today? And she says, well, you know, we're going to the Easter egg hunt and we're going to do this. And he says, I've told you about those, about worshiping those goddesses and those fertility bunnies. He says, you're teaching your kids the, the wrong thing. He's the only person to mention anything of the truth about Ishtar and Easter. Yeah. So it's very sad. So it really goes right into the, the same thing. And instead of, you know, he and I agreed and he's, you know, telling my daughter like, you know, hey, you need to listen to your mom. You know, she doesn't even like say, hey, mom, what is this Ishtar thing or, you know, anything like it's just. It, nobody cares because they want to listen to what they want to listen to. They want to do what they want to do. And that's life. And listen, like I, I'm no perfect mother. And Jeff, I'm sure you're not a perfect father, perfect grandfather, but we knew know a few things and we've probably learned a few things along the way. And I've admitted when, when I have done the wrong thing and I'm not going to continue to do the same things when I know that they're wrong and at some point we do have to take a stand for it because biblically we're told to. And if not, we're a part of the problem. Oh, Christy, <laughs> I know you didn't do this on purpose, but that's right. We are called by God to go to mylibertystand.com. <laughs> so we had to take a stand. You give me a perfect segue. Uh, listen, go to mylibertystand.com, fight for your country, fight for American jobs. 
and fight for your family and join our kingdom economy. And how do you do that? You go to mylibertystand.com. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing better than a commercial that actually fits. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, I wasn't even thinking of it, and then, but I, I hear these words. <laughs> yeah, I know. We really do have to take a stand. It's, it is very important that we take a stand. Um, yeah, speaking of, are we, are we going into go woke, go broke? <laughs> we, we can make yeah, it all go broke. Let me just finish the I'm point that you were talking stand. about, though, because it's really important of just coming out of Easter. And uh, listen, folks, uh, your neighbors have Easter egg hunts and stuff like that. They just don't know. They're good people. Mm -hmm. And so bringing them the truth that they, that they're actually doing ritualistic things and celebrating, you know, like the roots of it is, look, it's everything, almost everything that I've seen in, you know, comes back to sex magic and fertility, and, you know, and, yep. and that's what it's about. And, you know, that's the Easter eggs. Think about it. It's, yeah. you know, the Ishtar eggs. It's, it just goes on, but people aren't bad, but society has made it. So, you know, that one guy at that place, you know, who says that, you know, people would probably, he probably heard it. If he said it a few times that day, he probably heard, Oh, come on. We're just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do what thou wilt. That's kind of gotten to society's right. conscious. And so. Well, I look at it too. That was his, you know, that's even though he's, you know, just a guy, we, you know, some people might think of him just a guy like running a cafe. It's also his ministry. So each of us have a way to get a message across and we never know what that message is going to be, because I will tell you, my daughter is more likely to listen to the biscuit man that her own mother. So, you know, Hey, never think, <laughs> never think that you're, <laughs> that you, that you can't do something. You know, I always say, you know, instead of sitting in your church pew, you know, 5,000 people can sit in his church pew, but if each of those 5,000 people go out and just touch one or two people, I mean, that's 10,000 people we could bring to Jesus in a week, you know? I mean, so, you know, that's what we all have to do at this point in time is make sure that, you know, we, we don't sit silent and not mention things or that we don't participate in things. Like, for instance, what does that mean? I don't buy any Easter anything. Now, that doesn't mean I don't, you know, I didn't go to the egg hunt or take photos of my grandchildren because otherwise I would have been a really bad glamma. Let me tell you, I would have been, you know, cast out of the family maybe. Um, but you know, I didn't, I didn't participate in buying any of those things because many of them are also made by those same Uyghurs that are in camps in China. And, and I know that they do that because they actually make them make religious things that are, you know, that they deem religious or for Christians and they are Muslims, you know, so they, they, they go through this psychological torture with many of those things. So we do have to take a liberty stand and say, we are not going to participate or buy these things because when we do that, we're supporting the cabal. And I think we're also supporting to our deficit even more because it's my understanding, Jeff, that we have not paid China in quite some time. I think we missed a payment to China possibly. I mean, I have no proof of that, but and it would be very interesting to know if any of you can find where we actually made our payment to China in March or April, um, which is maybe why things are falling apart now, Jeff. What do you think about that? 
Well, I, I think it's definitely going that way. And, you know, I've been kind of raising the alarm bell. Uh, if you have things in this, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a giving financial advice, but if you're in the stock market, uh, the stock market was invented and run by, brought to you by the spirit of mammon, Christy. <laughs> you know, and God says, yes, you cannot serve both God and mammon, but if you are feeding mammon, uh, I'm telling you, a lot of people have made money. A lot of people lose money. Uh, a lot of people, if you are not connected to the right people, you are going to lose everything in there. It's going to happen. I feel it in my bones and I'm not going to be wrong. Well, I think you're, I, I definitely think you're right. And I'm actually going to be taking your land course because I think it's going to help us in way more ways than one, because we have to think about going back to Disney how did Disney get the land, Jeff? How did they ever acquire this land? And then what can we do to take back our land? Not only not only pray and spiritually take it back, but we can physically take it back. We, we can. And listen, God created the earth. He's not making any more earth right now. And so... <laughs> Uh, land is is pretty valuable, and and speaking of it, uh, so Disney got their land at pennies on the dollar. Of course, it was all arranged through a three letter agency because it's promoting the new agenda for the world and uh, and programming our generation and ones before us and ones after us uh, to be ready for and and basically be begging for for their solution. Okay. But they, so they were given this land and they got it for pennies on the dollar. And the profits that they made through these parks and then starting to make movies and that, they eventually became one of the seven biggest, you know, there's seven major media organizations in the world that own everything. Everything. Uh, someone had told me recently it's down to five, so I'm not. Yeah, I was say, my my husband actually said it was down to five, and and he's he's a pretty good researcher. When I said six, he said <coughs> it's down to five. And when we say media organizations, I want to clarify for everybody: this is not only the news. We're talking about Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, everything falls under these conglomerates, like everything. But we can still well, take it back. We can still and take it all goes. It all goes to BlackRock and Vanguard. Vanguard every bit that's of it. Exactly right. Every bit of it. So, uh, yeah. So you know they got all this land, and you know they made incredible amounts, and so they bought that. They got themselves a seat at the table, essentially. You might say, and maybe it was planned, maybe it was earned. You know, you go and you do the right things in the right circles, you get promoted, and you know I'm. Sure that that's what it is, and you know perhaps uh, Walt's love for the kids and creating magic around them, you know, uh, helped elevate his status and created this entire magic kingdom, of course. And and of course, there's a magic kingdom that uh, is being birthed right now as we speak. But the point of this is, God is still at work, and. You might not see it. You might think that for God to be at work, there has to be lightning bolts and tornadoes and it just wipes something out. But God, throughout history, has worked through people and even people who were flawed. And any politician, in my view, is flawed. 
Jeff, I'm flawed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm flawed and I'll own that. But we're going to talk about DeSantos, uh, who's, you know, being propped up as the enemy of the left right now. Um, I think he's just another player myself. Uh, I don't put a lot of stock in, in any man. But what he is doing right now is very significant because Disney has enjoyed certain privileges that only a few places in world have. Uh, tell us about some of those privileges that are on the table right now. Wow. Okay. So a lot of people don't know that Disney, number one, had a special tax status. They had, they actually have their own government, basically. They're self-governing. So, like the Vatican, like DC, like the, like the city like of London, Vatican. like Manhattan. Yep. They have their own police force. I mean, they have their own police force. So imagine what you can do if you have your own police force. Okay. If you have your compound and you have your own police force, what can you do? You could do a lot of things on your land if you could have your own police force and your own tax status and your own government. With and your, and own. your own underground city. And your own, oh, yeah, 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 your own underground city that supposedly is for sweeping your trash into so that someone can come below to pick it up. I mean, let's just think about that alone for a second. I mean, that alone doesn't make a lot of sense to me, Jeff. I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe it's, you know, there's that much trash in Disney. I think that's an absolute excuse to have tunnels under Disney um, to be able to do whatever they want. Um, I had heard, and this is, this is right now I'm trying to find the information. And as soon as I have the information, Jeff, I'll definitely, you'll be one of the first to know. Um, that Disney has had more children go missing in Disney than any other like land per square acre. Okay. So that is, that has been told to me by some people that I trust, but I've asked for the evidence. Um, I don't know that they are able to release this evidence. And now it really makes sense to me because I did not realize that they were self-governing and that they had their own police force. I mean, and I don't think people know that, you know, I think a lot of times we go different places. We go to DC, we go to, um, we go to Disney, we go to other, maybe the United Nations building, and you don't realize that you are under a completely different governance. And I'll tell you, um, I actually know a lot about, you know, your citizenship and your rights um, because I travel so much, um, I'm going to give you a, a perfect example of, you know, if you are traveling on a plane and you go to get off, the minute you step foot into the other country, off of the plane, onto the tarmac, you are then owned pretty much by the other country. But if you don't get off the plane, you hold all of your rights. And for those of you who don't believe me, I recorded a video of where they were trying to take my dog in Scotland about a year and a half ago. And I would not deplane. And I had my mom to start rolling the cameras because come to find out this guy wanted a, wanted a poodle like my poodle. And, and I absolutely refused to get off the plane until there was a complete plan recorded on video regarding my dog. Otherwise they could have just taken the dog indefinitely wow. and that's what they that was what their plan was so we have a lot of rights that we don't utilize and and use and 
my goal in coming on any of you know your show or anybody else's or Patriots perspective is to have us reclaim the rights that we already have. And I love the fact that when you came out with your land course, you know, I'm going to be taking your land course because, you know, you're saying that you're able to actually take back some of the land utilizing the cabal money. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. And let's all jump in and do it because it is not their land. It is our land and it's our God given land. And I, I do believe 110% that if, if there is a way to do it, that we can all do it and we can all profit from it, but also at the same time, ensure that the bad people don't have the opportunity to take over the land. Well, listen, just having land where you can grow fruits and vegetables and, and maybe have some chickens and stuff like that might just come in handy in the mm -hmm. future. Uh, but also, you know, you always plan like, you know, okay, it's nice for us uh, truthers to say the end is near, but we don't know. So you have to live life like life goes on. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm going on with life like I want to provide for my grandchild and his child, right? Yeah. You know, uh, that's just, you have to go that way because that's what God instructs us to do. But what, so what has DeSantos done? Because this is past uh, their, the local uh, state assembly, right? Yes. And it, and it's uh, basically he's revoking their self-governance. So um, they're, they're, it's my understanding that they are completely revoking the Disney status to self-operate. In other words, like it, it, it's it, they were as, as I'm understanding it, they were operating very much like the United Nations, whereas no other law enforcement could come in to investigate or anything like that. And, you know, if you think about it as a private citizen, I mean, would you have ever gone to Disney knowing that the police force, like you were stepping onto their property and a regular police force could not come and do any investigation if your child went missing? Um, you if, give up your sovereign rights. You give up your sovereign rights the minute you step on their property. And, you know, that is, to me, that is a scary thought. And that is not anything that I would have been ever intentionally done. You know, just like the people, the January 6th, you know, um, prisoners of war. And that's exactly what they are. They are prisoners of war because they step foot onto an unsovereign land. Um, that is not even that part of the United States of America. Yeah, but it's called the People's House. Yeah. And they lie about everything, don't they? They really do. They really do. And, and we have to know these things and we have to educate each other. I think one of the biggest awakening for people is to have your friends and neighbors look up simple facts. You know, just post simple things like, um, is DC part of the United States of America? And people will comment on your social media. Yes, 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 yes. It's our capital. It's like this, but it's not. And then you can post the link showing that it is not part of America. And same, do this with all of these different land forces that we're talking about, because get people interested in absolute facts of, you know, land that they think that they know. You know, and then go into the Statue of Liberty. You know, that's a whole, you know, oh, whole yeah. thing, you know, and get them to realize like the basic things that we have thought over time. And again, one little thing at a time. Don't go at them and say D.C., United Nations, Manhattan. Like, don't name all of these things. 
Um, just name one at a time because then it'll get people to go, wow, okay. Like, really, I had no idea. And Dizzy is a great one to start off with that if people knew that they had, they had lost their sovereign rights, um, and that's what DeSantis is going back, and that's what our Florida legislature, by the way, it's not just DeSantis. Um, we have an entire group here in Florida. It's called Florida Mass Resistance. I think their website overall is massresistance.org. I highly recommend um, that you guys get involved. It's very easy, actually. They make things super simple for us um, in terms of just identifying situations in which we go to our government for. Like, in other words, you know, this is on the books. You guys, you know, here's, you know, if you don't call, this is what you could get. If you do call, these are the actions maybe the gov governor and your legislatures will take. And they craft the emails for us. They do a lot of different things that are super helpful. It's what the enemy has been doing for years, but we have got to do this in order to take back what we already have. Because many of us, including myself, have been absolute sleepyheads, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of the government. I mean, I didn't care anything about the government. I could care less, you know. I mean, I want to just go on with my life as a designer and manufacturer of awesome products and, you know, have them in the stores for people to buy and, you know, love seeing them, you know, when people are carrying them, wearing them, um, displaying them in their homes, you know, because it's the pretty side of life that most of us want to see. And as much as I want to see it, you have to realize what's behind that as well. But what I love about this mass resistance, and first of all, just great branding. <laughs> I yeah, have to yeah. notice. It is, yeah. But, so I want and I want to make it clear, um, and, and we're going to invite them on the show, actually, uh, I would love to get them on because of what they're doing. Because when we talk about, you know, I always end the show, make a difference in your community. Well, mm -hmm. how do you do that? And it's by mass resistance. It's we the people coming. Mm -hmm. And when it's contacting your government, it's not saying, Mr. Government, Mr. Mrs. Government mm -hmm. official, please, please give us this right back. Please let me take off my fight. No, mm -hmm. we tell them. <laughs> Because it's we the people. It's for we the people. They whatever they write down, and again, this goes back to magic. It's word magic. They write something down on a piece of paper, and all of a sudden, people think, "Well, it trumps my rights with God." You know, and no, yeah. it does not. Right. And but but you know, most people are good people, Christy, and and I just think of you know we talk because the the diaper face diaper thing just ended, and we've all seen the videos on the plane and stuff like that and why were people wearing them because they're sheep well some of them maybe but yeah. how about the threat of going to jail for not wearing it or not being able to fly again and maybe you depend on flying for your business just like you know they did with the hokey pokey and all this stuff mm -hmm. most people are good people and most people want to follow the rules and it's good to have rules in civilization but really the only rules we need are the Ten Commandments. That's it exactly kind of covers right. everything. God didn't forget anything. No, he didn't. And and speaking of that, Jeff, I do have a little story that I'd like everybody to know. Um, I actually flew to, to Atlanta just last week, and I flew there and back in the same week, uh, about five days apart. And um, I noticed going there, um, my flight kept being delayed. And all of a sudden I noticed our mayor of Miami-Dade comes on our Miami-Dade aer Aeropuerto 
um, intercom multiple times in multiple languages. She comes on in French, Spanish, German. I mean, I don't even know how many languages. Oh, Creole. Um, one person, I said, what language is that? That's Creole. Um, um, and, and I mean, all types of languages she comes on, right? And she's telling people that it is federal law to wear a mask in the airport. And it's a lie. Absolutely. So, so I record this and I send it to our attorneys, multiple attorneys. And I say, let's go after her bond. That is an absolute lie. It is not federal law. Let's ask. And I actually tweeted her. You guys can go on Patriot's perspective and see exactly where I tweeted her asking for the federal law. I want, you know, and, and one thing to note, anytime they say something is federal law, we should always, always ask like, okay, what is the law? Where's the code? You know, don't just believe these people because they're a bunch of liars and they know that they're lying. They're trying to brainwash people because they know that citizens are going to follow the law because they know the law means that you can go to jail. So they really did, you know, do a lot of word magic on us there. And we need to start asking questions, um, which my mother and I did in, in the very beginning. But we all have to do that. And I'm telling you, if you put back on your mask, I'm going to say shame on you, Jeff. Forgive me if if any of you are. But I'm just saying that's the one little thing you can do to to defend your own. Freedom. Never again. Never again. Never again. Like, you have the perfect opportunity. If you have not already taken off your face diaper, please take off your face diaper now. OK, don't ever put it back on for anyone ever again. They are actually dangerous to your health. If, if you are looking for where the danger is, I'll be happy to make a post for you to share with you all the studies that are completely against masks, including Dr. Fauci's 1918 Spanish flu study, where they actually said masks were actually the cause of That's the right. Flu. So it is a lie and we need to quit believing the lies. We need to quit buying into them. We actually need to go into businesses and ask them to remove any mask signs off the door. Matter of fact, Jeff, if I can say this, I actually started a business listing site for businesses who will not mandate anything for their employees. Okay. So in other words, your employees have pure freedom. You will abide by the law not by mandates, but by the law for your business. That's all you have to do. You can be listed on this site so everybody can find you. It's called Gita's List. And that my and my mother actually goes by Gita as a grandmother name. So it's G-E-T-E-S list.com. And it's brand new. Literally, I just put it up last week. Um, it barely has any businesses on it yet, but I'm hoping that we can worldwide start to support any businesses. There's no charge for anybody to be on this site. It's absolutely free. I make zero dollars, but we need to. We need a place where we know what businesses to go to, like and support them absolutely. Yeah. It, like, and this is the community action we need. And and you know, even with the, with this video, because we've shown you some evidence, we've shown some different things that you know. I ask that you should, <coughs> excuse me, share this video with your neighbors. Uh, give it a like as well, if you don't mind, but share it with some people. It, the concepts aren't so deep that, uh, that it's scary for them, but we're telling you some truths. Listen, as there's some opinions in here too. Yeah, of course there is, but look, this stuff is real and we need to start banding together. 
listen, we just we just crossed uh, on Podbean alone over sixty thousand subscribers. Wow, and that is and you know uh, YouTube's been shut down a couple times, but look, we're growing here too. We're growing on Rumble. We're growing on Apple. We're growing on Spotify. We're growing on all of these different platforms. And honestly, if we can get together in our, you know, really come together in togetherness and if we can make some single action moves, uh, we can really affect strong change in this world. And before uh, we go on, I, I want you to talk about uh, the go woke or go broke uh, list that you've been working oh, yeah. on. Because that's really <laughs> what started with with Disney and, uh, you know, I guess in the, in the main public eye right now. And this, these are some things that you can do uh, if you realize what is behind certain things. And by the way, who wants to raise their kid woke? Honestly, this yeah. is like the end of society. This is a, you know, if, you, if you're curious, look up what a color revolution is. And that's how, you know, communism has come into all of these different lands. Uh, it starts with that. It ends up with you losing your guns. It ends up with you've already lost free speech with the openness. So let's punish the people who are ruining our lives. Christy, what's your list? So, well, the first thing I'm going to say, because you just brought, you just added one additional thing to my list, Jeff, is these color revolutions are by NGOs. So that means non-government organizations. And many of these non-government organizations we know as the Red Cross and um, United Way, and those are all people robbing us of our money. Even if it's change, even if it's 25 cents or rounding up, if they are asking you for money, please don't give it. Give it to the homeless person on the street that you can see directly in your neighborhood. Okay. Because these are people taking and robbing you of your money. So that's number one, Jeff. I just changed number that's one. Good point. I, okay. If you see the need, go to the need. Yeah. Go that's to the, the need. I look help, at it. help the homeless man that is, is probably really in need. Okay. That you can see, you know, I know that we've kind of been taught to do otherwise and, and yes, he may go buy drugs, take them food. I recommend my aunt actually does a really good homeless packet where she gives them a toothbrush, soap, you know, basic things that they need. Um, maybe have some of those um, and, and some, you know, some um, bars, you know, from my Liberty stand, some vitamins. <laughs> I was so um, <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> See how I can work in commercials for you, and, Jeff? And clean wipes and stuff like that. I'm trying yeah, to get invited back, everyone. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the first thing that I would love every, if everybody did is make sure you cancel your Netflix subscription, okay? Because Netflix is owned by George Soros. Pretty much he was one of the biggest funders of Netflix and he was one of the biggest stock owners of Netflix. So let's X Netflix from our list, okay? Um, and by the way, how's their stock doing right now? Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. And they're expecting to lose like two more, two million more um subscription so let's be part of that two million let's help them get to four billion let's let's help them over predict because it's like they already know that they're gonna they're gonna lose because of well, this new movie I, you've heard about the new movie right jeff i don't I, maybe you've I, not mentioned the I new movie. oh about he's pregnant oh you my you're mentioned? kidding me yeah if, if cuties didn't do everybody in this new movie 
um, that a pre regarding a pregnant man. I don't even want to see the name of the movie because I don't even know. I don't care. Listen, there's no man that can get pregnant. We all know that. So, so you, let me just interject here because it's really important. Just like we talked with Disney, and and by the way, uh, you had mentioned to me before we went on air that you have some friends who went there recently, and not only was the park almost empty, there was a different feeling in it, and they they actually feel they got food poisoned from yes, there. Yes, they they, uh, they, but, came, they got they got very sick. They got but, very sick. They said but, the kids couldn't behave. It was a very strange feeling, is what they said. It was not a they didn't have this, you know, happy place story. Um, they weren't complaining about standing in any lines whatsoever. Um, which yeah, is the it. happiest place on earth. What's the what's another word for happy? Gay. Um, yeah. So, but listen. So these are clues. That God is still working. Look, oh, and when, when Netflix wants to put out a movie like this, they're going purposely against God, like about as much against God as you can, about against, you know, what God has put on this earth. And he's given them the boldness to go ahead and they maybe think that it's going to be popular, that people are going to like it, yeah. that they're programming. But God is saying enough is enough. And we're starting to see them tank. And because God is waking you up, you can be a part of what God is doing by getting rid of it. And you can save $10. Isn't it like Amen. 10 or $12 a month? I mean, come on, you know, and you'll have more time to listen to Ride on Radio. <laughs> You're good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we have Disney. So we're, we're, we're back at Disney. So I am going to challenge everyone to not only get rid of their Netflix, but get rid of anything that Disney owns. So look around your home, you know, watch. I'm, I'm just going to give you an example. My grandson, he loves his Woody. Okay. Like it's like, that would be the biggest challenge of all to get rid of Woody. And I'm not saying to yank Woody out of your grandchildren's hands. I did not do that myself. Okay. Because number one, I don't own the Woody. He's not my child. Um, however, you know, do try to start weaning your child off of some of these things because they are demonic. I mean, Woody has Tom Hanks voice in it. Um, get rid of these things out of your home uh, and start introducing, you know, a little more godly things. Um, when my daughter was younger, she watched Barney. I'm not saying that Barney is maybe the best thing, but at least Barney was a person in a costume with real children around teaching you how to clean up, clean up, everybody do your share, you know? So there are basic things that are, have been massively lost in the new Disney content that we probably don't realize. So change the content of what your children are watching. So I, I'm just saying Barney. One that was good that I always had for my daughter was Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales, yes, exactly, Veggie Tales. And the reason I the only reason I didn't say Veggie Tales is because it's not real. I feel like people need to like we children actually adapt really well to seeing Mr. Rogers which is not on YouTube. Barney is actually on YouTube. So it, it's an easy free thing to transition to. It doesn't cost you any money. And it will start to teach your children something. However, I truly believe we need, and there's somebody out there, maybe somebody listening that can re 
enact some of these things that our children need to be taught in a godly way, such as VeggieTales and Barney, that is maybe something new. We need something new and biblical. So listen, I mean, Jeff, you'll you would promote them, I'm sure, if somebody came forward and said, you know, they're they're doing, you know, a, a new puppeteer show or or something, right? Like if yeah, it doesn't even have to be Christian, it can be entertaining as long as the message is clean and there's nothing hidden in it. And you know, yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Because, listen, we need to be entertained too. There's yeah. nothing wrong with entertainment. I love seeing dance. I love seeing musicians. Mm -hmm. You know, and we kids can't love it. They, they we can't let them think. Listen, we could. God created all these things. Time to take it back. Yes, it is. It is. And so it's taking back your time and teaching your children something. So um, that's, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to challenge everybody with this week, Jeff. I changed one of them. Um, I'm not going to mention the Twitter Elon thing. Just don't get distracted by that. That's all I'm going to say. It's a total distraction in my opinion. I think um, so too. Yeah. So I think it was even a distraction that was set up last week. <clears throat> even for those of you who thought you maybe were celebrating um, the resurrection of Jesus um, with Easter bunnies and eggs. I think that was even to distract you from even, you know, your possible good thoughts there. Cause think about the week that it came out. So I mean, just don't get distracted. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Christy, listen, what a pleasure. Thank you for, for jumping in. I hope you will uh, come back uh, maybe even more often. Anytime you want me, Jeff. Any well, you have a busy listen, schedule. The audience, so that, the audience should be You say that, but your schedule is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I think the audience should decide for you, Jeff, because I know, I know you're you're uh, going solo now, right? Or something? Yeah. So, you know, maybe well, listen, I'm going to rotate people in and out. Um, you know, uh, maybe, maybe the Lord will, you know, bring someone permanent. Uh, listen, I'm just, I'm just open. And uh, the fact is, is there's a lot of content to go out there, but I do enjoy having someone else here and it's uh, it takes a lot of pressure off of me. Uh, and, you know, I think people like just having a real conversation and not just hearing a one-sided uh, point of view. So it's good to have someone here. And I've loved, liked that format. So, uh, but yeah, give us a thumbs up anyways, please. If you wouldn't mind, if you, even if you like the content, if you like uh, things going forward and do share it with your neighbors, of course, because that's good. And don't forget, uh, we do want you to take action in the community. We do want you to make a part and we don't want you to be without tools. And that is one of the reasons why I've created writeonyou.com. There's teachings by Jesse. There's a relationship course there that we really haven't promoted much. Uh, and it is so brilliant. It's very affordable. Uh, there's coupons always in the description box as long as well as our uh, links to our other channels and things like that in case things get moved on. But go on to writeonyou.com and uh, you can see that there's some free stuff on there as well. And I'm going to be releasing some more free stuff on there very soon. It's already loaded. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Um, but so thank you for being here. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing. And we hope to see you again. I believe there should be a show on Sunday again, and we'll get back to some Bible studies. So God bless each and every one of you. Do you have a final thought before we go or anything you want to promote to your website? 
Well, yeah, I would like, I would, I would, thank you, Jeff. I would like everybody to subscribe to PatriotsPerspective.com uh, because that is, um, I actually have myself and a couple of other writers where we're, we do release intel and actual government documents um, from people like Lynn Wood who are broken down um, with real facts and um, things that you can do for yourself, um, investigations and things that are ongoing that you may not find out about. Um, and then also we have a Telegram channel. You can find out everything on PatriotsPerspective.com. All the links and everything are there, but do make sure that you subscribe just in case any of our social media channels are removed. Amen. Yeah, and it's it's good content, and Christy made a big big investment into it, and she's building it up, and I encourage you to uh, to support it and look at some of the information, and there's always, uh, Christy's all about action. If you haven't figured that out yet, uh, you will soon. But uh, hey, remember, in the meantime, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in their community.